Welcome back. This is episode two of I See It Differently. Episode two. I'm your host, Kristen Pelker. And I'm Zach Pelker. Thank you for returning. Yeah. So, Zach, I had a question for you. What's up? We've been going to a lot of group activities, like trivia nights, and we've been entertaining. Mm-hmm. You have to bring three pizzas. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a question about quantity. Like, okay. you know three pizzas will feed the people. Okay. So don't worry about that. And it doesn't matter where we're getting the pizzas from. Okay. I say that because we have talked about how, oh, Emo's does this certain topping really toppings, well. Right. Like, certain oh, places like, yeah. do certain yeah. toppings yeah. better. So three different pizzas to okay. feed the group. What are the toppings you give us? Okay. So I think I'm getting one cheese, which I like cheese. I think if there's anyone who doesn't like meat or whatever, cheese like covers the base. And then I'm a meat guy, so I'm getting one pepperoni and sausage, and I think that's pretty popular. I guess I should probably get some vegetables in case there's anyone like that. So I would get like, <laughs> like a, that. Yeah, who likes vegetables, which is not me, never has been. I probably get something like uh, a green pepper and pepperoni, which is something <laughs> that we that we do. So yeah, yeah, no, I yeah I agree. So, yeah. You get the what cheese for people who don't eat meat. I would get, uh, I don't like the meat on meat, so I would get like pepperoni and then the third is supreme. Okay. And I ask you this because what do you think is a faux pas? There's one topic you can't get in a group setting for me, and that's pineapple. I think you that's a real. You cannot pineapple pizza for other people. I think it's a real polarizing pizza topic. You know who we're talking about. Yeah, if this yeah. Person There's, we're at a certain <laughs> event, and someone keeps bringing pineapple pizza to these events. And I'm someone who's like, I don't really hate pineapple pizza necessarily. I wouldn't pick it, but. Like, I don't understand how you order that for a group. Is your life so much better? You can't eat cheese for one night and go with the group. You have to have your pineapple fix right then. I just feel like, like no. you go back to the elementary school pizza parties. Uh-huh. Uh, like, you get you, – you back then, what kid wants veggies? Right. So you get a cheese, you get maybe a pepperoni, and, like, a sausage. Right, yeah. And now that we're adults, you add in, like you said, a veggie. How many bite. pizzas would there have to be? Like, if there so are So you are going to take it back to quantity. Well, I'm, no, I'm saying if there are eight pizzas, would you let one be pineapple? Like, what's the amount of pizzas where you can? No, I think you no, I think you There's double nothing. it up till you get to okay. a certain yeah. number. I think if you and have eight is not pizza, that yeah, no pineapple. Like no you pineapple. keep getting like two, like it's like oh, I got two cheeses, two yeah. pepperonis. Yeah, when we order pizza at work, sometimes some people try to sneak a pineapple in, and they're like, "We order twenty pizzas." I'm like, "I don't care." No okay, pineapple. so you don't want twenty is a lot of pizzas. Yeah. Okay. But but twenty is a lot of pizza. You're not going to give that that group one. You give no. them one pizza. No, no. Pineapple is not a group thing. That's if you're on your own, you get a pineapple. This is what tends to happen. We'll be we'll we'll for once not be seeing it differently and jiving and. Then you throw some, and then you far. throw some, yeah. Then you throw something crazy. A hundred pizzas, no pineapple, no you pineapple. You throw something crazy out pizza there. Pizza places stop making pineapple pizzas, uh, yeah. so they can't no. do this. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so we, I'm happy that we've gotten the feedback we've gotten so far. Yep, it's been very good. Thanks to everybody who's listened so far. And we'll hope to keep entertaining you. With that said, let's go into our first se- segment and favorite thing to talk about: St. Louis. Yeah. It is number one. Go ahead. (laughs) And we want to talk about the St. Louis scooter scene. Yeah. And so Kristen, I don't know. There's like those Motoro scooters. That's what we're talking about. You should know what we're talking about. Kristen loves them. So I want to kind of give her the floor here because she is a scooter aficionado. Just give me the floor. You have the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes. So Saga, we had... Lime bikes, lime scooters. Lime bikes didn't fare so well. They were fouling them in the bottom of the Mississippi. We can't have nice things. Got rid of them. Lime scooters. Those were a hit. 
there was this yellow brand that tried to get into the mm-hmm. market, but yeah. apparently Lime had too big of a mark. They had to get it out. That's yeah. fine. Lime had Burr. the chair. Burr is making a splash, and I support it. I think that they are more nimble, uh, and that's because the base is a little bit narrower. Uh-huh. I think it's just a sleek look. Yeah. They You can pay in advance like you can put a lot of money on your account for the uh-huh. birds so, yeah. so not every time I have to like get my card and do all this even if they keep the card off out you just, you just don't have to do it they put money out there I'm all about it I think everybody knows I'm a bird girl yeah you're a bird bird <laughs> for life what about the spin let me ask you about that so spin has come out and uh-huh. I don't feel like people are taken to it you don't the spins aren't popular I don't know why they um I just don't see them in use as much. Yeah. Basically, I know I know the protocol. They drop them off in the mornings in different areas in a row. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like later in the day, I still see the spins in a row. So I don't know you why don't it's not like taking off. Used. Well, I'm someone who would rather do anything than take one of those scooters. I'm terrified to ride them. I feel like I'd have no control and tip over like Humpty Dumpty the second I got on one. So I've never ridden one. I'm way too afraid. But... Kristen loves them, and all a lot of our friends love them, and they take them all over town. It's crazy. They're and everywhere. And I applaud that you're not riding them because I think they get a bad rap because people are like, people are falling all over the place. Like, don't get on them then. Right. Like, if you if you don't think that you can have balance or if you're intoxicated, don't ride them. If there's like, use any some risk, common you're going to fall. You're ruining it for everybody. You are. You yeah. are. So if yeah. I got all the scooters, I, could, I would ruin it for everybody. Yeah. It's crazy. I see people going by, like, shirts and ties. I'm like, they're taking them to work. Mm-hmm. They're balled out in a suit. I went down to the city hall. Called DMV uh-huh. and there was a long line, so I got a ticket, drove home because it was at the end of a bunch of errands I did. Uh, got got like a snack and then scooted back down town and got my license plates, tucked them under my arm and scooted back. What's the furthest you would take us or the farthest you would take a scooter? Like how far is too far to take it? Like obviously what? you can't take it. <laughs> obviously you they also take... they also run on battery. I mean, what do you mean? You like well, cross country? I, no, I'm <laughs> saying like for you because obviously you can't take it on the highway. Like it's <laughs> yes, for like, obvious yeah. reasons. Where is like the the maximum distance you would take it? Or like give me an example of a trip that's about as far as in St. Louis. I'm it. only limited by geographics, and what I mean by that is you're right. You can't take it on the highway, and there's right. just some roads that I think like you're going to get to a part in the road. Same with riding a bike. So by the way, I would like to say, I also was a bike rider right before i had my scooter and i would bike around town and i only do that i still have a bike yeah don't get me started on my bike and the tire but anyway that's another podcast story nice things (laughs) no anyway so uh so similarly with the bike there's just some areas in st louis that aren't meant for like we don't have the bike lanes the bike trail so that limits me and that's the same with the scooters okay yeah yeah i'm really taking this very seriously i'm 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 petrified i would take it across the world everyone loves them you would take it across the world cross country yeah you would go from new york to la or whatever yeah i mean i don't have that kind of time but how long do you think how fast do they go they go decently fast okay faster than walking obviously faster than a bike i assume i don't think that's true i think it depends on how you bike okay but anyway Anyway. anyway, do you have any other thoughts on um the scooters no, no, not really. Just I'm petrified of them, and I'm never going to ride one, ever. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Do us all a favor. Okay, next topic. Glad I could do that. So we're not going to do Desert Island Movie. The, uh, thanks for the feedback. And if you want to share your Desert Island, we did start a Facebook page for comments and thoughts on things. But while it's just us, you don't need to hear our picks again. So we want to do another topic called Battle of the Sexes. Oh, man. This is something, and again, we're trying to be inclusive, so we know that in some ways it's stereotyping, but there's been some things that have come up where Zach and I were like, oh, 
Um, I feel like girls are different about that or guys or just me and Zach are different about that. Yeah. And I'm not sure that I'm the embodiment of what men think in any way, shape, or form. I don't want to speak for you. But there are some things we disagree with that we think may be uh, gender-relatable, depending on how you identify. So So one of those things that we're talking about right now, because fall has now become the biggest wedding season, actually. June's no longer... Like the popular month. I did not know the view. Like there's evidence. Like it's the biggest. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. And the yeah. two months are September and October. Uh-huh. Um, maybe October a little bit more, actually. Wow. Um, and when we were getting married, that was one of our first. It was just very interesting because I think culture, and what I mean by that is movies and whatnot, would make you think, Oh, the the women become this bridezilla, mm-hmm. and they have this cattiness of who they're going to pick and all the weddings and all that. Not only is that not what I experience, but that's also not what I've seen, at least among my friends. Right. And I think we found that you actually have experience, and there is a little bit more. I don't even want to use the word drama for mm-hmm. for um, to avoid making it negative. Right, but. There's just more to it, I guess. I, I think that there's some truth to that. One, I was a major groomzilla. You were there. I was going crazy, especially in the last week or two before oh, last week. when the you panic were, set in and oh I had to God, do stuff because I did nothing for the first year of planning or whatever. And and yeah, it was literally weeks, like, like it was literally like, oh, hey, man. welcome, welcome to <laughs> we're planning a wedding. There's Thanks. a spreadsheet of people I have to pick up at the airport. I have to go to Great Clips to get my hair cut. That might have been it, and I was like, I was wiped. I was panicked uh-huh. from those two tasks. That's all true. Um, but I do think in general, one thing that I really think that kind of guys, at least the guys that I hang out with or who I participate in things with, is like the wedding party carries a lot of like weight and cachet. And I think traditionally you think about it or I talk to some people I may not know as well and they're like, well, oh, it's the girl who has so many friends she wants to include or wants to have this big bridal party and the guy, like the I love you man thing, he's like, I don't know, I don't have any friends or I'm a loner or this, maybe you don't, I only have a couple friends or whatever the story is. And I think that uh, that it just kind of, that's not been our experience or my experience, I should say. I think that guys just have a harder time sometimes picking who's in their wedding and who's not. And we can kind of talk more about why that is. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I think that it's, like, crazy because you wouldn't think that. But I just think there's drama and got, at least me. I know I actively did not want to offend anyone. I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So at a certain point, I was, of course, happy with everyone who's in it. I wanted to include more people. But you're thinking, well, who can I leave out who's going to take this well? Who's going to take it poorly? Who's going to, like, maybe hurt my relationship in the future? Who have I known longer? Who who do I have to show loyalty to? And this stuff that I don't think you thought about at all when you were doing it. It's not that I didn't think about it, but I think you bring up an interesting thing that we've talked about, which is just adult friendships. Uh-huh. And what I mean by that is um, I think it's very clear people who are important in my life mm-hmm. and people who um, I want to be around. That's something that I actively make sure is known. And I found that, I really have found that with a lot of my friends. And so I have not seen or heard too many stories of, I can't believe she put so-and-so in my wedding and not me. Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone's very much like, yeah, no, I, I see how this shook out. Mm-hmm. And the people who are included are like, I'm, I'm just happy to be included. The people who are included are like, I, I, I get it. I Whenever, actually haven't right, yeah. experienced or seen too much of that in my personal life. With you, I think it brought up an interesting discussion of friendship for you right. because 
like you said, the offended thing. I think you were doing so much out of, like, because this person has been. And I was like, you don't have to do shit. Right. Like, <laughs> like. Well, for me, I think I was looking so much reflective or, like, backwards. Because yeah. I was like, well, who have I known longer? Whose wedding right. was I in? Who, like, as I said, ha- do I have this past with? I wasn't thinking who I hang out with the present or the future. Not that I don't hang out with those people, but it was just but that, what you bring that wasn't my That's priority. Not how you about right? It. Yeah, it was my. Pr- I was like, which I thought was interesting. Right? If I've been in someone's wedding, then like I want to pay that favor back. I will, or I, you know, I've been in so many weddings. How can I not have this person or that person who included me? And it almost felt like, like out of loyalty, I had to pay that back to them in some way. And to your point, that's what caused you to be a groomzilla uh-huh. because. Just your obligations took us to seven, I think, groomsmen Something off like just off just obligation. Right, and that was way more than I wanted. Yeah, and I mean. It's fine. It worked out because it's also a wedding. And it's like this is not something I'm going to argue about because mm-hmm. it's about like us celebrating, starting our lives together. Right. But it was just interesting, and I did propose to you that you that um the wedding thing aside. It brought up a lot of discussions for us about friendship. And I think men, again, I'm generalizing, but what I've seen from you and your friend group, it is very reflexive. Like, I'm friends with this guy because I've known him so long time. Right. And it's like, yeah. well, do you like him? Like, do you hang out with him now? If you get this news, is he one of the first people you call? If you have some free time, would you spend it with him? And I think sometimes there's people that you've known a long time where the answer is no. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, there's and some. I think that, and, to, and also to that point, one weight that I wanted to lift off your shoulders is like, it's okay that friendships change. Um, it's okay that someone can be such an important part of your life at one stage and not as involved in the other. And that doesn't tarnish the impact they had then. And I definitely think that that's true and a really good point. And I think for someone like me, it's... You know, you're looking reflexively, and luckily we both have a ton of friends, so, like, all the people we include in our wedding were great. And But even beyond that, as you said, you, you automatically lose some people as you go on in life. Yeah. Like, there are some people who you're really tight with in high school who you just – you go off to college and it's just – never the same yeah, for whatever yeah. reason. And so the people I had left from high school and college who I hadn't lost, for some reason I was like really trying to hold strong because you automatically lose half the people. You felt like it is. you felt like the wedding was going to show them like we're still friends. Exactly. And, and it's like, like I don't think that's good. Like, well, <laughs> I, <laughs> you, you, should, you should show them by like trying to be I mean, in their life. <laughs> it, was even, it was even outside the wedding party inviting people. Like yes, I was big on felt, so and so inviting me. Yeah. I have to invite them. And Oh, I'll never forget. Yeah, your list and you were like well, they have to come. They're my best friend. I'm like, we've been together for three years, and I never met this quote unquote best friend. Well, you like, know, <laughs> one text a year, with best, <laughs> best buddies. Like, oh, they might have known you existed. They might have not. They might have like got the uh, save the date, but like, been like, what, oh, she's dating someone, Zach's and that's what, and that before. was one of the cringeworthy things. I'm like, if this is someone who is finding out through our wedding, they don't need to be there, <laughs> is my thought. But yeah, I definitely did feel a sense of obligation. And uh, on the other token, there are people I maybe should have invited or considered inviting, but I'm like, I wasn't invited there. So like, whatever, it's not important to me. And I think that it's definitely, it's a weird way to look at things. And it's kind of, it's not always productive and it's not freeing because you feel twisted up in a lot, in a knot a lot about it and about I, how other people view your decisions. And I just think, again, why 
it's like a battle of sexist thing is because I think I think continues to be a struggle for you of um, yeah, just the like I said the role the role people play and um, figuring out where they are in your lives and um, letting the friendship evolve. Oh, and here, here's the other thing I was saying. I also, and also knowing when someone is in a phase where they're not serving you. And right. so I'll speak to that. I have definitely had some friends that were very good people at one point, mm-hmm. And maybe they had something going on. Like maybe they were in a bad relationship or unhappy with their job or that was putting them in life. Like they were going through things and there's nothing wrong with that, but it was causing them to be a person, not a good friend to me. Mm-hmm. And by not a good friend to me, they were not um, a, a positive influence. Because mm-hmm. you shouldn't, because friendship's not transactional. So I don't mean that they weren't, do, I don't, so I don't want to use the words they weren't doing anything for me because that's not it. They weren't positive. Like I would not leave interactions with them and feel good. Right. And it's because they didn't feel good. Like they were hurting. Um, and so I'm not saying, to abandon like if that person's going to open up to you like you should be supportive of them and mm-hmm. not abandon them but if they're not and if it's just something they're going to go through like why like it's like being in a bad relationship like why drag us both down right like just hey let's let's take a break and you know when i get that free friday right. night i might not call bummer mcgee right, right now because <laughs> they're not big on the bummer yeah so. i might not call you right now again i hope that you're saying happy if you need me i'll right. be there but i might not call you and i think sometimes people have a hard time with that but that's how you can have how you can be resentful and you always say i have so many friends and i don't think i have so many friends because i want to have a lot of friends at one time i think it's just that i think it's just because i've been okay with letting someone walk out and being open to them walking back in and if you do that throughout your life it's, you're just gonna end up with a lot right. of friends because it's it's people i've known since yeah. i was in kindergarten there's people who i'm still meeting like i mean we visited someone um this summer who i met in a bar like post-college like right. we were just we, we just we both frequently go there and i was like you're cool like let's actually yeah let's take this outside and it's it's definitely something like i don't think i've anyone's ever walked out and walked back in like mine tend to be more like stable like you either are my friend or you're not and you get to a point where you well stable again what right not stable what does friendship sense. mean yeah I, right yeah i don't know if stable is the right, right word but like more linear i guess like you're, you're my friend and then if we stop hanging out like there's not really a coming back from that and you're also well, someone see, who's like but see i would say that you're if you stop hanging out, but you knew them long enough, then that's the thing. I think you would still be like well, they're my friend, right? But I'm, I guess what I mean is like it's all in how I view it. So in my head, even if we've stopped hanging out, in my head, like oh, we're You're still like, friends, we're still, and we're you still and tight. you might even be like right. oh, they're still my best right. friend, so which really I find so interesting. Right. I'm yeah. like really again, like the wedding party. It's like this is your best friend. You have not talked to them right. <laughs> in three years, and I do think that it's a different way of viewing it. And I and I think one thing I've really admired about you and I've like had to take stock it is, as I said, you lose friends. Not all friendships are meant to last forever. Yeah. They don't all go on forever. You, you, things change in your life and some people just drift away and it doesn't mean anyone's bad. It's not, but you're someone who really does a good job of keeping in contact with people and like putting in the work. So if like you were to lose a friend, it wouldn't be because you just like didn't reach out or you like, and there are people I probably like could have been more proactive, could reach out to more could like try to stay invested more but when it happens 
with some people, I just kind of let it go. And that's not a great thing. I don't love that about me. But I think that happens with the other people I do talk to that it makes me like dig in my heels, even if we're not seeing each other, like doing as much as we used to, that they still like are important to me because I need that validation. Yeah. And I would say, and I would say also just like accept that you're not as good as that. You, 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 right. you know, like, I don't think you should feel bad that you don't keep in touch with people as much. I don't know. This is where you and I differ again, personality ways, because I don't feel bad about the actions I do because behind your reaction is a choice. So it's like I chose not to. Right. I'm not going to feel bad about not doing something because I chose not to do it. Right. Like, I'm not going to I'm not going to feel guilty about an action I had full well, power thing, over. Right. You you understand that and you think about what you do. And I, just, <laughs> I know stuff oh, just yeah, happens. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, That's wait, I haven't talked back. to that person in three years. But they're my best friend. And they don't know I'm dating my now fiance. What do I do? Like, no, or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting thing. And I just, I've just, I think we both found it interesting because it's not how you stereotype. And when we were getting married and we went through this, it has made us think about it. Um, or made so if there's hard. anyone out there who's struggling with adult friendships, right. uh, the the thing it's a tricky topic. Because yeah, because I've seen because I've seen a lot of you. The things I would say is, it's okay for people to come in and out. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you lose touch, but again, like be open to the time again, and just accept what you do. Yeah, because again, we all we we all have choices. and We all make decisions. I think like I think we said that's where some bad juju comes in is because people are like. I haven't talked to them and I feel guilty. It's like, well, if you want to talk to them, we'll talk to them. Yeah, or just keep phone. feeling guilty and, yeah. and not. And, and I decide just, to just keep feeling on. guilty. It's not the right way, guys. Pick up the phone if you want to. If it's going to help you not feel You're going to have it because you have a spouse who's going to be like, yeah. I'm, not throwing, I'm not doing this pity party for yeah, like whatever. Tiny like, violin. Call, call them or no, but it's none of my problem. I, right? can't, be, exactly. I can't be in this with yeah. you. Uh, pay, pay, close that, but... Related to weddings, because we were talking about it at brunch uh-huh. today. Yeah, where are some other things you were groomzilla on? You were we the real quick. The other thing I'll say about the groomzilla bridezilla thing. Um, people would ask me. I okay. Sorry, let me get on my. Sorry, I gotta get on a pedestal. But basically, women, you can be whatever you want. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, people would say, "Do you think you're gonna be bridezilla?" And I would just be like, "I don't know." Because it's like, I've never gotten married, so I don't know how I'm going to be. Right. I feel like we're entering this era where because Bridezilla was such a thing, they even had that TV series for a while, mm-hmm. now I see so many brides who are so worried about being a Bridezilla that they drive themselves crazy because they don't want right. to say anything. Saying, like I'm not going to be a Bridezilla, right? They, yeah. Well, I was going to say more so they they're, they keep being like, oh, no, it's fine. I don't care. I don't care. And that ends up making them go more crazy because, well, guess what? I know you don't care about these napkins, but you're going to have to choose a napkin. And it's okay if you maybe want that cake to be chocolate. Like, so like just accept and be who you are. It's totally fine. Like you have the space to, to be crazy or to not be crazy. But I think it's a, but yeah, I think we've shifted now to people or so. I've just seen so many people who are like, oh no, it's going to be fine. And I'm like, listen, it won't, Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay. But it's okay. Like there's going to be something that's just stress you out. And that's totally fine. Yeah. Cause being a bridezilla is such a negative connotation now. And it's like, it probably can, you can go overboard. It can be negative, but it's also a big event. That, and if you care about you're just it a planning lot, a big you're event. Probably, and it costs a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. You're probably going to be intense. There's going to okay be moments. Too. Yeah. Or you're like me and you don't realize it's happening until a week before that you lose your mind in a Taco Bell. And that's okay too, because that's how I am. Yeah. 
Yes, slow burn is what we call it. Yeah, real slow burn. I was like, oh, I'm getting married in a week and I've done nothing. Yeah. 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 So I (laughs) react quickly and I'm like, we got to get this done. And here's all this stuff. And and Zach acts like things aren't happening. Mm -hmm. And so he's not there with me. And so I have to on my own be like, okay, well, that, that, okay, well, I'm going to move forward. I'm, I'm, I'm driving this train. And, you know, now the train's pulling into station. Yeah. And that's when Zach starts to be like, wait, where are we going? What's going on? And, and like, by then I'm like, I, I already lit, yeah. lit this thing yeah. on fire. And I'm in. And I'm in. I had all these emotions. Yeah. I can't Agreed. do this with you because I yeah. already did it so long Agreed. ago. Agreed. <laughs> like, what is like when we'll move and she'll be like, how are we going to move and plan to get out, do it, all this stuff? And I'm like, whatever. And then I wake up on the day when it's time to like pack up and start moving. And, it, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so much. What are we going to do? And you're like, I've been doing this for weeks. Like, I got to see I'm literally just, I'm literally go. just like, like, leave. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you get out of the house. Right. I, no, like I know when they're coming, I have the boxes. I just right. need you to get out of my way. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's real productive. It really raises my self esteem in those moments of panic. I can't be worried about your self esteem when we gotta get things if done. If you did, you'd be worried a lot. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah, I know that that'll be another topic yeah. for another day. Well, we'll hit that. We're, we're gonna work up to the the super heavy stuff, like my self esteem. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's have yeah. a whole episode on that. Yeah, that's real interesting. People, I. I'll tell you what, we're hearing from our viewers, I'm sure, when we post this, that that's what they want to hear, Listeners. number one about. And Mighty Ducks 3, probably more talk on that. Anyway. We're not going to talk about that more. I know, but that was a hit. Anyway, last time. All right, so do you have any other thoughts on the wedding stuff? Or? No, just be be yourself. If you want to exert a little control, however you handle your stress the best you can, it's all going to work out fine. So yeah. if I were a wedding advice giver, that's what I'd say. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Um, Kristen, you're up. Yeah, Yeah, I know. So here is my hot take for the week. Hate people that run in the rain. We get it. You're fit. You can't honestly tell me, though, that this fitness burning, like, desire to exercise no matter what is that you have to run in the rain. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm not saying... Looks like it might rain and you got caught in it. A little sprinkle hair there. I'm talking like it's been raining all day at downpour and you're still choosing to run out here. That's why they invented treadmills. That's why there's a track. Again, like I think you're just trying to show off that you're fit. Whenever I see someone running in the rain, I literally just want to like pull up X and go boo and like throw <laughs> something at them. Like go inside. What, what are you trying to prove? And it also can't be pleasant. And what I mean by that is you're, it's not that pleasant. Being caught in the rain. Yeah. I know there's some people Walking who are. I know there's some people who are going to be like, "Oh, I like rainy days and all that." Okay, I get it. Yes, if you're prepared and that's your drive, whatever. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if it's like the work day or something. You go inside somewhere and you go out and it's rainy. Like it's not that no, pleasant. It stinks, yeah. Now add in that you're exercising. Like so, your the rainwater is mixing with your sweat, and then ladies or guys at this point, if you have any chemicals in your hair, that's all running down into yeah. your mouth yeah. Yeah. and into your eyes, and like, it, <laughs> what? Well, what do you do with your running shoes if maybe you have these? You're good pr- running it's probably shoes. Yeah. yeah, it's probably dangerous and slick in that yeah. sense oh, too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, hot take. Like people run in the rain are trash. Like. <laughs> Just trash people. Yeah, like, we get seen, it, you're so You've obviously epithet. seen people running in the rain. Yeah, that's why I'm saying Right, I know, but, like, is there a funny particular story you have about someone running in the rain, or it's just occasionally you'll just see people and be like, what the heck? Yeah, no. Yeah, oh. just that. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't run in the rain. I've never run in the rain. I don't like walking you don't run. in the rain. Well, you don't that's run. true. I don't. I don't <laughs> I'm not big on running, but like, yeah, your clothes get heavy and wet and soggy, and like to be out there, like no, running outside in general. Like I said, I just think you're trying. I think if you're doing it, you're trying to prove it right. So yeah, I mean, showing off for yeah. sure. Yeah. So uh, don't run in the rain, people. No. So now we're going to go on to our next segment about our favorite show, SVU. SVU. Yeah. What premiered this week? Came back this week, 21st season, longest running drama drama in American television history now. So congrats to everybody at SVU who's listening right now, I guarantee it. And we read this article, which we'll post, about the changeup that they're trying to have some big stars because uh-huh. a lot of people oh, have yeah. gotten their start in SVU. Oh, yeah. I actually listened to Charlie Day on a podcast, and he, I was just laughing because it's so true. He was saying how he did a guest appearance on SVU. I did not. And he was like, because it's a show where like they always need someone who's like loading up a truck or like opening the door. There's there's a lot of people who like, yeah. Right? And so I was like, Uh that makes so much sense. That's why I thought it was funny. But uh, there's a lot of stars who've gotten their start. But in this article, Dick Wolf was saying how he wants a lot of people who are big now do some guest appearances. So on this episode, we had Ian McShane. McShane. McShane, yeah. I only know him from Game of Thrones. Right. Apparently, he's a big guy. He's a Deadwood. Is another big one of his. Yeah. And then we saw the preview for next episode. It's gonna be Ariel Winter. Oh from yeah, Modern, Modern Family. Family. Yep. So yeah, it was gonna be some good stuff. And Dick Wolf is reading the headlines. Yes. Because this episode, spoiler alert, was all about a very Harvey Weinstein esque situation about mm-hmm. a big power producer slash director who was taking. Advantage of women using his power, and I'm just really excited to see the other things that Dick Wolf does this yeah. season that are like the headlines. It's, it seems like he's going to have a lot of material with everything going on in society right now, and a lot of the things coming to light from the headlines. So it, it, it's making it to be. I think we'll. The show just doesn't drop off. 21 years, it's just as good. Well, it's because I think he pulls from the headlines. Right, because he pulls from the headlines. They're so good and making every story seem contained and real. And I'm just excited. Every Thursday, I'm excited to see what they can do. So another year. Um, They actually, it's really sad. But not that long before the Jeffrey Epstein stuff came out recently, we had watched an episode that was Uh very Jeffrey Epstein-ish. And I didn't even know, actually, because the Jeffrey Epstein stuff, the first round... We were much younger, so I didn't even know about it. So when I saw this episode, I was just like, oh, this is this yeah. is a, this is a bad right. one. And then the Jeffrey Epstein stuff came out, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is just like SVU. So where I'm going with that is I, I can't imagine that it's going to come up in the show because right. it's already been done. Because they already talked about it. I think and I don't need it to be because it was very – it was a lot. And something they talked about in this article was that he is a, ahead of the headlines a little bit. So, like, some of those stories that maybe don't go national at the time but that are five or six years old, he already pulled stuff from and used them from inspiration. Like when Jeffrey Epstein first went to jail for way too short and all that stuff. But it's so, you yes, that might not come back. But there could be some stuff that maybe you don't even know about. And then after the episode, some bombshells or drop it will become a bigger story. But Dick Wolf does his research. He already incorporated in the story because mm-hmm. he's ahead of the game. Yeah. Um, so because of the nature of this episode, not a lot to talk about with this one, mm-hmm. but we just wanted to point out it was a good one. The team is back. Yep. For some reason, you're still not on board with SVU. You should be. And we're... And Well, I think real quick, Mariska Hargitay got promoted. We didn't mention that. So Captain Olivia Benson. Well, we didn't mention it because... 
I don't know how much we're spoiling. But anyway. But anyway, spoiler alert. Yeah. So, uh, and we're done. Yeah. Cool. So that will bring us into, uh, that's not how I would say it, right? Mm-hmm. Which will be a little bit of our closing segment. So I think I have a pretty a good one. Bit. Been trying to take some good notes on, on Kristen and I's conversation to see if I can get some differences here. So one, a few weeks ago, I think Kristen and I were driving in the car together. And this is a conversation we had. We were having an argument or dust up about something. And I said, we had hit a bump in the road. And Kristen looked at me and said, no, we haven't hit a bump in the road. You went into the road with dynamite, blew up the road, and then I dangled your body over the pit of the explosion. I then asked you how big the pit was, and you said, I wouldn't survive the fall. You wouldn't survive. Yes, correct. I wouldn't survive the fall. See, I just hear that, and I just, I'm really proud that in the heat of anger, we can still just acknowledge what's going on. Well, here's what I'll say. For being in the heat of anger, your analogy was very poignant and on brand. And it was like <laughs> pretty, pretty on point. So I don't, I don't remember yeah. what we were arguing about, yeah. but I do remember I wanted you to know that we are here because of you yeah. <laughs> is what I was getting at. That's, that's a common message. And I definitely got it that time. And again, that's a... You know, example, obviously, because to me, it was just a little bump in the road. Okay. Like it's, a it was not, road. no, to you were trying a, to, a blast. That is why blast. I needed you to know that it, it was you. Cause you were trying to downplay it as a bump because yeah. that downplays your fault oh, yeah. in the situation. Oh, yeah. So that's why I needed you to know, oh no, that was not a bump and it was your fault. Yeah. And, yeah. and I'm still angry. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, but I mean... And the metaphors that I'm dangling your body over an abyss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm uh, getting better at expressing my anger. You are, because that is that was very... That's about as expressive as you could be about it. And it's not... And for the record, way. people, it's not that I ever didn't express my anger. No. It just was not good. Yeah, she's getting more articulate at expressing her anger. That's I not even say. true either. I was always okay. good at that. I'm getting more picturesque. Yeah. I'm getting more scenic. Yeah, scenic. That's, That's really what I'm trying to get at. Because, no, yeah. I've always been pretty good at being like, here's what I feel you've done wrong. Here's what I don't need from you. <laughs> and here's where I'm going to so go. So if any people in there who are in a relationship or maybe you and your partner have having some differences, um, just think back on it and think if your significant other has said that they're dangling your body over a blown up road, over a hole in the road. And just think. Because and it, think what? What are they going to think though? What are you, you trying know, to say? It, what are they gonna it think? really sends you a powerful message uh, that yeah, your body could be falling to its death. Anyway, How, what is, and, what, and what would you do with that? What what is this? Oh, what what are you saying with this comment? I don't know. I'm about to blow up the road with dynamite again. I think I, I'm just trying to, to to I'm trying to relate it to the people. How how to make it how? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how how to do that. I guess. Hey, so I hey, hey, listeners! Whenever your partner can only respond with "I don't know," that means they don't have shit to say. <laughs> why don't we Why don't we put that out there? I think that that is a good uh, one that we could talk about next week and how I see it differently. But that was a well made point by you. Mm-hmm. So, so hope that you enjoyed um, another episode. It's again the feedback has been great and we want to hear more so uh please go to the facebook page follow zach on twitter at 
at the Sack Artist 76. Yes. I see it differently as the Facebook page. If you search that, you should be able to find it. Yes, yeah, so we can hear what you do. Rate and review. Yeah, rate, review, subscribe, download, listen, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-download, re-rate, re-review, anyway, re-listen. And, yeah, um, but yeah, thank you. And uh, Oh, and we are going to do this every other Tuesday. So yeah. talk to you in a couple weeks. Can't wait. Yeah. All right. You feel good about that one? I feel like it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I think it's pretty good. Okay. Above average. What do you think? Where? Okay. All right. Wrap it up! Oh, my gosh. I didn't say the producer of the TV show. Oh.